All right, all right, all right. Welcome to We Are Something Else, episode 68. Today was a good day. Uh, so we're back. Another Thursday. Fellas, what's good with you? Yo, yo, yo. What's good, man? And another Thursday again. Few things to talk about. Well, uh, we're not doing our Black Business series tonight, uh, but you know, we got the fellas, and it's gonna we're gonna run with it. Uh, CB was good with you. Uh, you know, uh, another week. Uh, glad to be meeting up with the boys for our weekly hour and a half ish therapy session. Um, you know, talk some sneakers, talk you know a bunch of other stuff. Like I'm looking forward to it. Bet, bet, Superfly. Yo, what's good, fellas? Nothing. I'm liking. I'm digging the, the what you got going on right there. Visuals. Yeah, we got we got something special again tonight. I didn't make it last week, but we we ready for this week. All right. E, what's good, brother? Man, I'm. Oh, oh, we can hear you. What's good? I wasn't expecting that. Oh my god, it's crisp. Shots. It def- definitely shots. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> chalk it up to we we got a long way to go. You know from. Uh, Cali all the way out there so you know we uh we in there with the with the sound i see you i see you uh you know like i said the brady the pimp is still here you dig so you know okay. uh, but i chime in with cb though it's good it's good to get on here and uh uh had that that moment of you know of just a few minutes to break away from it all right 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 and just shed some wonderful light on this world all right fellas so let's wrap um let's start with uh the ravens uh, yeah, I've been paying attention to what the Ravens are trying to do or getting ready to do. Make, make the splash. Uh, talking about the news today. Uh, well, yeah, there's a, there was a couple of new things today. So which, which one are you talking about? Uh, well, I'm aware of two of them. One I know for a fact is official already, which is they traded for Yannick Ngakwe. Ah, I did, I did read that one. That And uh, that was I just read that one. but that, I know which one you're talking about, though. Okay, uh, so if you haven't heard, uh, the Ravens plan to sign Des Bryant to the practice squad, which which doesn't really mean much right now. But all it means is he's going to have a shot to play, and he probably will play. The practice squad just allows for him to just to probably find rhythm and routine, and and learn the playbook. They're not going to throw him out there right away, and they want to see how that Achilles is going to respond. You know, and plus he's been off for almost a year and a half, plus maybe two years, right? Two seasons at least. Uh, he was last seen with New Orleans, and then he blew, he blew his uh ace, his um Achilles like that first practice, right? Like so, literally got signed on a Tuesday, hurt on a Wednesday, something like that. Right, right. So yeah, big ups to Dez. I mean, that receive. So that's 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 the one, and then the other is they're supposed to be. Number one on the list to sign AB this week. They they got they they jump they jump Seattle. Yeah, well it's between Seattle and Baltimore, but we think that uh, Hollywood may have you know, may have the edge on getting getting AB there. I I think I think to be honest with you, I think uh, he fits perfect in in Seattle. Um, right. Think about that. You got you got a. Uh, you got my man Lockett, and you got you got DK that's that's killing it, and you talking about AB and he can run the spot. He don't necessarily have to run the deep routes. You let the young boy get that. That that's a different 
that's a different uh if you say lineup and you know Russ doesn't run that often he's got a throwing quarterback that's going to really like you know get it get it out there so i feel like that would be a better situation for him than the than Baltimore and to be honest with you um even though Seattle's defense is suspect even though Adams being out they have a what i would consider easier easier track to it than Baltimore right. Um, yeah. What are they thinking about their locker room, though? Man, you gonna put try put Dez and, and AB in the same locker room? Yeah. <laughs> I, I think Dez would be less of the issue. But the issue now, the thing is, is is AB going to bite his tongue? Is, is he going to be a different person having sat out a football for almost a year and some change, and along with you know social media issues that he has, and on top of that. Um, he's got a lot of some cases pending. So when those start to be written about in the in the news and he gets wind of it, is he going to can he contain himself is the question. Seattle needs defense, which is which is a shock that I'm they're going after Dez. I mean going after A B. Their defense is, I mean, is almost as bad as the Cowboys. I mean, they they're not allowing they're not allowing as many points, but they are allowing many as many yards. They're, Yard is, but I feel like the difference in Seattle has always been, uh, and you know, again, no nobody that's on here that's a Ravens fan. Everybody who was on What's Next, you know, knows that we played by that 2000 Ravens defense. We didn't let no, but we, but if you think about it, Seattle almost is kind of like that freshman year 2000 of the Ravens where they allow yards, but they won't let you score, right? Goal line somehow. They, you know, they, that's when they, that's when they come up big. I mean, you talking about ba- Bobby Wagner, um, you know, just the, the way that the way that they play the game. And and Adams has been out, and they still were able to kind of get the wins that they got. So you know, you talking about a big missing piece in that secondary, you know. And I'm definitely gonna root for the safeties. You know, that's you know who holds down the secondary <clears throat> anyway. But uh, <laughs> you know, but no, I feel you though. I I, I still feel. But Seattle, other than Seattle, you talking about Legion of Doom, you know what I'm saying, like old school, they also gave up a lot of yards in that defense. Their weakness was the middle of the field. So it wasn't that they, they were great on the outsides and everything that was downfield. This team is just, you know, they don't have a stop. They don't have a dead stop corner. However, defense as a whole, when it comes down to crunch time, I think they still got that, that same chemistry that, they, that a Seattle team is always going to have. Right, right, um, and and then back to the Ravens. Um, with after the Earl Thomas um, marriage that they had, they quickly divorced Earl Thomas. I'm shocked that he even go after two guys that have been known to be well. Again, Dez maybe not more so of a locker room disruption. Dez is you know from what we've seen on the sideline, he's one of those guys who gets rowdy, almost like the Odell kind of effect. If he's not getting the ball, and or a Tom Brady. Or Tom, here we go. Or Tom Brady, if if things aren't going right, you know he's going to cause sideline issues. Earl Thomas was locker room issues and some sideline, and we know what AB brings. So I'm shocked that he even experiment with two guys that may break that gel up a little bit. I do think that their front office ha- and coaching staff probably think that they just are built to withstand those types of personalities and things right. and things like that. Like they handled the Earl Thomas situation. It was one of those things where they kind of, it kind of acted swift on it. You know what I mean? Like they didn't really let it 
linger and really become something bigger than it it needed to be. Right. So you might be thinking that, hey, you know, people, players are going to come in here. They realize that this is a team that, like like our boy Sean said, are they're trying to win now. And yeah. so if you act right, you can, you know, be along for the ride. And if you don't act right, you're going to, you're not going to be here. And there goes your chance. You know what I mean? And they, they, at this point, they lose nothing. They're not really they're not giving up anything to keep any of these players or to sign any of these players. But if you get these guys and they do act right, that receiving core, along with the running game that the Ravens have and Lamar Jackson, we will probably, I'm going to probably have the best receiving core, well, offense on paper. Scariest, at least. Is one of the scariest. And I would love to see point for point against the Chiefs, perhaps. They're going to need their defense to step up so we don't have the same. It's just the NFL season this year, guys, like to see what the Chiefs did to Baltimore. And then fast forward, what is it, two weeks to see to, to them losing last week and like kind of playing like garbage against the Raiders, who whoa. now have their entire offensive line on the COVID list. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Let's ease up on the Raiders. DB, come on now. Let's, let's ease up on the Raiders. Now, now I mean, I feel what you, you know saying. the trigger. You know the trigger. Yeah, no, I mean, and, and not to cut you off, but I, I I agree. But I also feel like that that's one of those. The rivalry um, game. Well, not only rivalry game, but if you look at just the way that those 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 games happen in NFL, you know, the, the times where you have the two superstars going up against each other, nine times out of ten, it's not really all what is cracked up. I mean, we can go back right. to Brady versus Peyton Manning, like, that it was it was it was cool to watch because you wanted to see them go at it, but then you realize the Colts had nothing for for New England, nothing. Right. There was nothing there. Um, but to go back to that though, kind of kind of in that in that sense of what what do you really think though comes with that that notion of high risk high reward for the players that they want to get on their squad, right? At the end of the day, though, look how, like you said, depending on the PR, look at the the organizations, right? You got Coach Pete, you know, USC's own, and they run a certain type of program over there. Baltimore has also been known with Ozzy to run a certain type of program over there. Those are the two probably only ones that they can get there. And not to mention, again, the funny part with all of this is Kansas City still kind of pulled that whole – I got something for both of y'all if y'all want to go do that. That's the, I think this is the knee jerk to what Kansas City did, to be honest with you. For sure. This is I, the, I agree with that. This is the Kevin Durant going to Golden State because we can't stop LeBron without you. That kind of thing. Is it, though? Because, like – It's a response. I mean, it's a response, but, like, come on now. You, you talk about, you talk about a, a rookie running back that they had that literally is holding his own. Tyreek does not have to be in the backfield. And then you go get you, <laughs> you go get the cat that really has his own running style that goes great with that type of offense that offsets anything. Per, like conventional offense says you can't do anything against the Kansas City Chiefs because they can run any and everything and you won't be ready for anything. Right, 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 right. Right. I forgot to mention they did get Le'Veon Bell. So, just because he hasn't played yet, but he was a, he's been in practice week, this week. Next week, the question is: so does Ty, is Tyreek necessarily a running back, or is he that 
is he like that Percy Harvin on the team? Because he, he he can line he lines up everywhere. I think he's Percy, but an even better wide receiver. You know, but then the I mean? running back like, now is actually pretty good too. The the young guy. Yeah, yeah. Real, real quick, it's, it's not on the pictures here, but uh, my man uh, Fitzmagic got his heart broken. And I, since we're on the subject of football, do you think the move is too soon, considering they're three and three? I do. Like, I, I kind of think it was – like, everyone was shocked. Like, Fitz was shocked. Tua was shocked. Like, Tua said he thought that uh, the coach was calling him in to watch film. Like, he didn't – there was no indication that he was getting ready to get the job, right? So, um, I mean, definitely, to me, it definitely seems like it's too soon. They're three and three, and we all know Ryan Fitzpatrick starts the season off explosive, hot, and then somewhere around the mid-season, below mid, he starts on right interceptions. The like, the, mid, the the magic is worn off, and then you go for it. But I thought that. There was no issue with sitting two or four years. Let him learn, you know, just see the game at itself. I mean, granted, I know the the coronavirus is going on too, so you don't even know how long the season is going to last at that. But they were three and three. It wasn't like they hadn't won a game yet, and you called him for the switch. So I was assuming that he would at least be sitting for a year. There's, there's no harm sitting. Mahomes sat for a year. Look how long Aaron Rodgers sat. I mean, that well, that's a different story. You're not just gonna have Brett Favre in front of in front of Aaron Rodgers, but you know, they they, they give they gave Fitzpatrick the Washington deal. Like we'll let you know. We'll, <laughs> we'll let, we'll let you know. <laughs> Shout out to Fitz. Um, all right, guys, this, this next one. Um, John Madden, Jonathan Madden. You guys know him? So. He's one, he is one of the police officers involved in Breonna Taylor's shooting. And uh, he recently came out of hiding and he did an interview with Good Morning America with Michael Strahan, which is where they would, they would, that, that's, they're really trying to push Strahan as a top anchor to get this interview because they've got other guys or Aaron, um, Robin uh, Roberts that could do the interview as well. But, anyways, they send, they send Michael Strahan to do the interview. Um, and the stuff that came out of this interview, it was probably like a 10 to Superfly, you up on the interview? I didn't watch the interview, but I'm, I'm listening to you. The, the, the shit that came out of this interview is ridiculous. So I'm just going to go over some highlights, and I just want you to comment on it. Um, so one of the, his key points, he said, was, you know, the Breonna Taylor shooting and the George Floyd situation are two different situations, two different, two different um, incidents. Okay, that eye level, can you can see that? Yeah, one was a man was murdered on live t- television by a police officer, a knee on the neck. Um, and then to Breonna Taylor, it was a murder behind the scenes that, that was almost that tried to be a cover up. George Floyd was no cover up. They was in the wrong house. They didn't do anything wrong, first of all. <laughs> they weren't coming into crime. They were shot and killed exactly. in their own house. They, they, they right. were murdered in their house. They, they were shot and killed in their own house, I should say. And it was attempted cover-up. Brianna Taylor's boyfriend, um, Kenneth Walker, was defending a, 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 right, a lawful gun owner. He had the right to, to bear arms. He was defending their property 
because somebody's busting through the door in the middle of the night. Okay. So Mattingly is another thing he said was they knocked on the door ten times, right? And normally they don't like to do that because if people on the other end can hear that, it allows for them to come up with a plan. Damn right. Like <laughs> get the gap. That's where somebody knocking on my door ten times, get the gap. At what time in the morning? <laughs> right. And he's saying that they announced themselves as police. Neighbors are saying that they did not hear police. Kenneth Walker is also saying he did not hear police. He just heard loud bangs at the door and then the door come crashing. Right. So another thing Madeline says in this interview, you should watch it. It'll it frustrate you, but it's also a good eye of how, how, how these guys, they're delusional and how they're trying to push, the, push their own narrative because they have a badge. Because they still live in, man. That's it. So he said that his, under his assumption that had they not did the, the warning knock before they bust open the door, Breonna Taylor would still be alive. This is what he said. He's like, I absolutely believe that if we did not do the warning knock and we just busted through, she would still be alive. And that, to me, that's almost a comparison of Trump's narrative of saying if Obama and them didn't get ahead of the SARS or whatever, uh, swine flu, that it would have been 200 million deaths. Like you're giving a hypothetical situation to something that's already happened. Solution has already been there. She's already passed away. So you're going to go in and say, yeah, she would be alive if we didn't get the warning knock. So I'll she stop. Also, you know, be alive if all that other shit that the department did to even get to that point didn't happen. You know what I mean? Like, Maybe be at the right spot. Maybe have the right people. Like you know, maybe maybe that stuff. You you exactly. That yeah. She that. would be alive if you didn't knock on the wrong door. Right. That's <laughs> and, what I'm saying. Like, so don't try to <laughs> twist that, bro. Like it right. shouldn't even be there. You know. And you see how the narrative is, is spinning, okay? And so then he goes. He says, "I'm out of order of what he's saying, but these are the notes of what he's saying." Um. Uh, Mike Strahan asked him. Is Kenneth Walker responsible for Brianna's death? And he said, many people are responsible, but yes, he's one of them. He said, how is Kenneth Walker responsible for her death when he's being a protector and he's doing nothing wrong? And summing it up, he was saying, well, sometimes your actions can still have the consequences. And he painted the picture as when they bust through the door, uh, Kenneth Walker was saying he fired a, a warning shot to the ground, right? To to warn whoever's coming in, hey, I'm, I'm armed. You may want to double think this. But Madeline says when he comes in, he turns the corner and he's greeted by a barrel to the face. Now, yeah. so to me, okay, this is my assumption. I'm playing conspiracy theory. So, but Madeline was shot in the leg. He did get shot. He was shot in the leg, right? By his own officer, though. Nobody that got hit that was an officer got hit by Kenneth's bullets. They were all they were all friendly fire. So which leads you to believe that they were definitely going in there blind, shooting at whatever they thought was 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 in the room. So not no no rhyme or reason. They almost pulled the close my eyes and I just figured out we'll worry about it later. And not to cut you off, bro, but no, no, go ahead. So this is this is the same. This is the same narrative that has been put in place. And, and again, I'm, you know, call my age Rodney King era, right? 
they had to pick one person to get on 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 camera to talk about it. That person is going to be the person that they are going to use as who has the best speaking ability. Who can really go through this motion, be the 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 the, the portrait of what everybody's going to attack. Somebody's always going to be the fall person. There's always that one out of the group that they pick and be like, unfortunately, it's going to be you. Everybody else got somebody backing them. This dude, he he apparently don't have either. He's got all the juice. Or he's the one that that's that's got the most to lose, and they like you the sacrificial lamb because none of this stuff that's coming out the mouth again only reiterates what we know that the the dude has been hiding. That's why they don't want to release the evidence. You know what I'm saying, public wise, um, because all of it then starts to add up in the puzzle of how this all, like you said, CB and everybody else, starting from the beginning of this is when this automatically started turning left anyway faulty information a faulty warrant if there was one the judge right. never signed it based upon faulty information that they was get. like this goes all the way into that so you know unfortunately bro like you know i was pulled where i didn't want to watch it because i knew that whatever was going to come out this dude's mouth was only going to infuriate the the moment and then i just had that moment where it was just like i just hope michael strain gets up and just straight spears him like he's like sacking the quarterback and like let's just end this right now James Harrison commercial. Give me that. Yeah. yeah. Like, so so the crux of this whole thing has been around the no not warrant. Why the fuck are you knocking ten times if you have acquired a no not warrant? That don't make any sense. We ain't right. look, we ain't none of us legal nothing. And, and if it's that common sense to us, you really gotta look at it and be like, something, come on now. Like this is where this is definitely where we should have that segment of come on, man. Like exactly, <laughs> is it just e? is it just all of us? Right. right. <laughs> um, and to kind of piggyback on that, he's not so first. Of all, he's not the one charged with um, wanton endangerment. It's the, it's one of the other guys. But like you said, to paint the narrative, he was the only one shot, right? So now. Maybe some sympathy. I don't know. You know, I I was shot. But what he also said was, you know, because I think Strahan hit him with, you know, you know that Breonna Taylor is the victim here, and you guys are trying to paint a narrative as as you're not guilty of killing him. And then he says, well, you know, I don't want to play the victim game on my end, but my family's also been in danger. You know, we've been getting death threats. They played that card as well. And Charlemagne brought up a good point. Well, if your family's in danger, why are you on TV giving an interview right now? Right. Right. Okay. So, you know, as if, you know, as if I don't piss you off anymore, let's, let me go over some more of my notes. He, he, this is also the cop that sent out uh, text messages within the department that got leaked saying that all the protesters, peaceful protesters were thugs and they weren't worth their career. Who's your career, okay? Did they address that in the, in the interview? Um, I, you know what? There was so much shit in that interview. It could have been. I know they straighthand at least talked about it off with Robin Roberts, and then he also said that okay, you know, police. You know, we don't we don't racial profile. So a lot of you know people out here are worried about us racial profile. We don't racial profile. We criminal profile. And so what the hell is criminal profile? Criminal profiling because this guy says he's been doing his job that. Long. Criminal profile healing is when you walk up to somebody and they don't look at you eye to eye. They look down. They pull off. They don't, you know, you ask them to come here. They don't. 
That's that. This is what his it, his definition of examples of criminal profiling. And then um, he says, and don't you know? He doesn't like the idea that you know, don't does, don't think that because you're black, uh, you're a threat to us. That's not true. And then Michael responds, well, it's not necessarily you thinking that, but they think that you know you're a threat to them. Yeah, and, he did knock uh, with gun coming in with guns. What's it? <laughs> <laughs> What's not threatening about that? Yeah, and it's just like there was just a, a boatload of stuff in here, and then along with that, along with that, he dropped the the not the, just a little tidbit of information that we didn't need uh, was that you know George, he did say George Floyd died of a drug overdose, and that Floyd was not a model citizen. So it dropped that tad bit of information there. I thought, so, oh, why does it matter? So, exactly. So, why does why does it matter? When 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 did when did they get any any authority to say that because you're not a model citizen, uh you're you're a drug addict, you're hell, you was anything. You was drunk that you that they get to tell you that you deserve to die. None of them are model citizens. They knocked on the wrong house, ran in there, had <laughs> the dude up. All of them are fuck ups. Like what? None of this is model citizen behavior. Exactly. So exactly. what are you talking about? I'm cussing out loud and my kids. <laughs> it's asleep, it's man. It's okay, and then to bring somewhat of closer to this this guy, because um, one officer was wearing a body cam, and the question was asked. Well, the body cam wasn't turned on until after the incident, right? So why wasn't the body cam being turned on during the whole procedure? And he says, well, that's not policy. We typically don't turn body cameras on in these type of instances. Well, wouldn't you think this is the main type of instances? That, well, first of all, you need more all the time because we know lies, cover-ups, deceit, all that good stuff happens. But why would Maybe you... Maybe you can learn something. You know what I'm saying? Maybe you can videotape it. Maybe. Exactly. exactly. All these other profession, professions watch film. You know, you know? what I mean? Right, exactly. NFL guys go back and watch the tape all the time. No, okay, I could have did this different next time. But yeah, so he said, um, "No, they didn't we got Next time, we're gonna get the right door. That's what exactly. we're gonna do. Exactly. That's what this studies taught and, and again, this is another situation. Cop, wrong door. Because the the woman married was Bojan. Uh, I can't. I don't want to mess his name up. The guy in his again his own apartment. She thought it was she right. thought it was her apartment, and walked in. He killed him at the door while he was eating ice cream. You know? And uh, the woman that was with her nephew in her own house playing video games. Right. Shot through the window by a police officer. I would think that in these instances were before this one, you would think that there would be a body cam somewhere, any kind, any type of call. That's my thought, you know. Um... There was one other point, but I think that, you know, that's... that's yeah, if yeah. pilots had this many crashes, we would never fly planes. Like, the entire airline industry <laughs> would exactly. be done. And there's a black box in that, in that instance, too, that's always running. So, you know, well, what happened with this plane or what happened in this situation? So, possibly we can learn. But, oh, this is my last point. This is, this is the absolute last point. So, Breonna Taylor was murdered when? Um, too long ago. Yeah. It took them this long to finally 
bring charges up, do all this. And you know what was going on during that time. They were losing footage from the body cam. They were trying to, they were getting the story straight over and over and over again with the DA. They were, they were getting all this stuff together. So when they, when they, when we pressed hard enough, when they feel that was enough time, they would have this shit together. So it's almost like that, that, that knock, you know, we're on the other end knocking 10 times while they're getting their story together. Yeah. So, okay. And now, 50 cents. Are you guys up on, uh, let's see if there's, there's a comment real quick. Let's maybe, here we go. As a black man, I can't ride my electric skateboard. In the neighborhood I live in without cops being contacted, stating the CME. <laughs> it, but like how when, how long that that's always been the narrative. Don't be outside acting. You can't just do normal stuff. You can't exactly. don't be outside living. Don't be outside be, living. Yeah, you can't be a kid. You know what I mean? Oh, you stopped and you got a drink of water or something like that. It looked like well, I, I think I just saw a dude was like the uh, a lady called the police officers because the dude was putting groceries in his car at the grocery store. But because he had paper tags, somehow she thought that he stole the car. And then, in the nine one one call, said, "I hope you guys get him." Did y'all see that one uh, video where the the couple walked into the to the house? The dude was like renting the Airbnb. Airbnb. Oh my! Come on now. <laughs> now you know they would have had him on death row had had he fired on both of them and they died. Right. They were just coming to make sure that the house was. A Come on, you know how the narrative is going to be painted. I mean, come on now. When did Neighborhood Watch get that bold? Oh, Probably yeah. always been that bold. All right. We, we know the owner of the house. Oh, okay. Well, did he tell you what no. this house was going on? No. He, he, we were, last time we heard it, his house was being sold. Obviously, he's not. I got keys to the house. Hey, man, none of my neighbors running up in my house, man. Nobody. <laughs> 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 Unannounced. Like, no, nah, no. Nah, nobody's. Yeah, that's, you know, okay. And now 50 cents. Uh, there's only one reason why I'm talking about 50 cents. It's not about music. Uh, if you hear what 50 said a couple of days ago. Lay it on us. He endorsed Donald Trump. He said he would vote for Donald because of his tax plan. Donald's tax plan, because Joe Biden's tax plan um, for anyone that makes over four hundred thousand dollars, they would get they would get hit with a sixty five percent tax. So he, that's why he's going to vote for Donald Trump. I mean, you have your right to vote for who you want to vote for, and you know that's uh, odd given right, you know, supposedly <laughs> uh, up until sixty years ago, right? But um, he's going to vote for for Trump. Uh, does it does it matter, guys? To me, right now, fifty is like Skip Bayless. He's like shtick. He's not doing anything. It doesn't. He's not making sense doing anything else. Gotta keep his name out there, man. Yeah, Gotta I mean, say. I think Ice Cube the same thing, man. Like they didn't have a season, so he's just trying to keep trying to keep his name out there. That you know, and and that one's a little different. Fifty's more of a. 50s more uh I'm I'm gonna react before I before I really know what's happening, right? And then I I'm good enough to to figure it out. 
I can duck it. I can, you know, play around it, whatever the case. And that's what he did, right? Because uh, then he had people thinking that it was a joke. You got, you know, certain people kind of commenting on it. But the first thing I thought of and, and you know, was he, he reminded me of uh, of Bob Johnson, right? When they asked Bob Johnson the whole situation, his first and foremost that he talked about was talking about the whole, like, well, I'm going to go with the, the devil that I know what their intentions are, right? Right. Um, his whole premise, though, is based upon money, right? So when you have somebody that's that that's that's self-inflicted, right? So you're good, but the rest of everybody who's not on that level, you can care less about, and what they have to go through, that I never amount to what you have to go through. But you were there at one point in time because you got it. Now it's not an issue, but yet the same people that you rock with, that you want to watch your shows and do all of this. You want them to go through hard times so that they can see you online. You know, you went through bankruptcy, bro, but you still got, you know, diamonds and everything. Like, you like you ain't skipped a beat. And I think the first thing I thought of, like I said, was Bob Johnson. Like, his his comment was based upon money and myself. I'm worried yeah. about how my money is going to be affected before either my people or people that look like me that are trying to get to be where possibly I am in different avenues other than entertainment. And that's where it's at. Exactly. Exactly. I was listening to um, uh, there was a the Daily Drum. It's a W H U R show or whatever. They had a a special on PBS this, tonight, and um, one of the the guests on there talked about how like you got to be more than a single issue voter. You know what I'm saying? Like if you just focus on one issue and vote on that. You are there's so many other things that you're dismissing and could be at your detriment. You know what I mean? So you have to be more complex than that because politics is more complex than that. And you have to and life is more complex than that. So, you know, I, and I hear all these people like they always justify, you know, I'm a I'm, I'm going to vote for like Trump and, and Biden are equal or, or, two, or, or the same, you know, two sides of the same coin. And it's like, look, man, one one has a whole platform, plethora of things that you might be interested in. But because, you know, you want to fit in the narrative and be contrarian, you know what I mean? Or be kind of single minded and single focused on whether it be, um, you know, the economy or lower taxes or, you know, the Second Amendment and things like that. Like, that's just one slice of the, the total picture, you know, and, and I think like we need to have more people saying that out there like you gotta you gotta be aware of all the entire platform and see how that aligns with your values and and the values is plural you know what i mean you don't just have one value exactly. oh you got me on spotlight hold on i guess i gotta <laughs> <laughs> let me get let me get my stuff ready hold up <laughs> nah but as you get ready uh you know to, to piggyback on that that's you know, I mean, that's a good segue to, you know, the things that we see on TV as far as the different props in our in our location, right? Like, you have to be aware of it all. You know, one of the biggest, like, two of the biggest ones that we got out here, or not even biggest, but that we see all the time is, you know, the housing situation in California, right? That's, that's the majority of everybody in California knows that they got to vote on that one regardless of anything else, right? The other one that pops up that even though it doesn't affect me, 
affects people that I know, whether it's, you know, the, the dialysis, you know, like, are they going to be able to go to the locations? Are they going to get rid of them? It, it has no direct effect to me. But if I if I turn a blind eye to that, to knowing that it could, you know, benefits, it, it actually benefits people to have that as, you know, they need it. But why would I shun that to be like, oh, but that might raise my taxes some. Okay. And? Like, is that where we, is that where we at now as a society, even with us being behind the curveball that we go sit there and be like, nah, like, you, you go have to, you go have to come up, a, you go have to go a few blocks down or another city over. I'm not about to have that because I'm trying to keep this one, 2% that I'm going to end up giving back anyway in another form or fashion. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Superfly, you ready? Ready, bro. All right. All right. Five minutes of funk. Y'all know what it is. Try to see what the theme is. All right, here we go. Put it in she said, put it in her mouth. mouth. Yeah. I mean her motherfucking mouth. mouth. She said, put it in her mouth. Yeah. I mean her motherfucking mouth. She said, put it in her mouth. I mean her motherfucking mouth. You wanna go down? Why not? I'm down. Check out this bizarre rapper style used by me. The B I G. I put my key, you put your key in. Money will be singing. We'll reach the fucking ceiling. Check, check it. My calico bin cop. Uh -huh. This rap Alfred Hitchcock drop top notch. Player hate and don't stop. Born insane. We return to the foundation. This is the head of shine on a notch. It's from foreign life. Click, click. And I your boom, boom, clean. Watch this. And y'all be yogi, yeah. And y'all be yogi, yogi, yeah. Hey, yogi, yeah. And y'all be yogi, yogi, yeah. Hey, a lot of man not get no tonight. No, a lot of woman not get no tonight. Tight. Because you see, this session is getting harder. And you know, see, but Americans will live long and prosper. Come on, eh? Come in the red light, yellow light, green light. Go, 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 go. When the rain starts tumbling down, I wish I could turn back the hands of that for a little while. Eyes like this, I wish the rain was so coming down. Come now. Seen an old world couple girl. I said, Hey, lady, me and Eric B was cool and at the Palladium. Seen an old world couple girl. I said, Hey, lady, me and Eric B was cool and at the Palladium. Seen an old world couple girl. I said, Hey, lady, I'm sorry if you're in a rush. Don't let me hold you up or intervene. You wrong. You wanna live? I can't let you. You at full speed. I'm walking. I still catch you, Mr. Voyeur. Good looking. I destroy these. These niggas ain't bosses. They workers and employees i came out of the lake but i be in the boondocks flannel or overall work boots tube socks i put something right through your face from out the toolbox niggas get hot and make the news not the average girl from your video My worth is not determined by the price of my clothes No matter what I'm wearing, I will always be 
I don't need no introduction and shit. Drive business around the city on buttons, a bitch. All hanging wrist, playing just hunting and shit. Drop the top block is how I stay bumping your bitch. Be anxious, get it right, don't tangle and twist it. Hit the club, everything drunk, drinking and crystal. Niggas mad, don't like it, cause I'm banging they bitches. When the night hit the ice, get a tight weight, a tight weight. Creep up on your ass. <laughs> Live niggas respect it. All right, that's it, fellas. Superfly TNT. Five minutes of fun. Y'all know what it is. <laughs> Morgan, stand up. Stand up. <laughs> yo, 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 yo. I know the theme. I, I guessed it. Um, were y'all able to grab it? I'm embarrassed myself. So, <laughs> nah, We're going to learn you, Chris. We're going to learn you. <laughs> I got the last song, Clay. What you got? Uh, so, first of all, the same sample in all the songs. Exactly. So, and then I was gonna say, majority of those are bad boy songs. So JD oh. loves you using that sample. No, literally, I was I was thinking, I was like, yo, maybe it's something with Diddy, but then like there's too many things in there. I was like, yeah, no, it's not that. That sample ran all the way through there. Yeah, exactly. Did you play? That's dead wrong too, right? You can play dead yeah, wrong. Yeah, I played dead wrong too. I played it. You did? That was a mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Wow. That's so sick. Right, let's see what we got. We got some comments up here. Uh, Khalil, that's my man, Khalil. Yeah. So while we're we right here, let's um, we want to thank everybody for first of all just tuning in and watching. Um, we've been having good good support, whether it's on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, 
I mean, just hope everybody continue to watch. If you watch on YouTube, like and subscribe. That's, you know, I guess apparently, you know, how many followers you have and views you have matters on YouTube if you want to monetize. I, we haven't talked about monetizing, but it looks good on the resume. But um, that was dope, Superfly. Now, thank you for that. So let's let's get back. Um, one more topic at hand. Um, Ice Cube. Today was a good day. Um, have you guys been up on uh, what's going on with Cube in the news? Damn, yep. man. These topics are downer, man. <laughs> <laughs> All my heroes day. is failing me, man. Today is a good day, man. Today is a good day. Um, so... For those who don't know what's going on, and I, I might speak out a lot a little bit if and if I got something wrong, make sure y'all y'all cover me. So, Cube for months has been um, saying that we need a plan. You know, as as a community, we need a plan because too much is happening, too much is going on constantly, and there is no plan of action. Something has to be done. So Cube came up with the um, contract with Black America. I believe him and somebody else worked on it. But he's going to be the, since he is the known name, he is going to be the face to represent it and present it, right? So what I gathered was Cube reached out to Democrat, the Democratic Party, Republican Party, wanting to sit down and speak with them, um, saying that, hey, I have this plan. And I want to present it because he's been saying that whoever, all these elect, um, these candidates, if they want the black vote, they have to not necessarily pay for it, monetize on it, but they they have to earn it. You know, what what are we going to get out of it? There needs to be a contract saying, we elect you in office. These are the things we need done if you want our vote. And okay, so it sounds like a good idea. I mean, why not? I mean, there's no, there's nobody else publicly, you know, from what I've seen doing it like that. I mean, Cube had, had something written down on paper, wants to present it. So what happened was the Biden campaign said, well, after the election, we'll get back to you. Well, that's a great idea. Let's After the election, we'll talk to you. Okay. Well, the Trump campaign, his party came and said, well, no, we'll, we want to hear this now. We'll sit down with you right now and we want to talk to you about it. Okay. So then somewhere along the line, Cube made it known that he was going to sit down, talk to the Trump campaign about his plan. And then from there, as we know, the news and media spins things, it went to Ice Cube endorses Donald Trump, which at this point is taken away from the narrative of his plan because now we're on him, back, him backtracking and saying, I never said I was supporting Donald Trump. This is what I wanted to get done. But now the narrative is painting that Cube is supporting Donald Trump, right? So I can stop right here now. And if anybody's got anything to say before I proceed, you're good. Eats of love. No, I mean I, I got some, but I I, I wait till we have the the back and okay. forth. Because okay. I, I mean I think it was I mean it's I'll put it to you like this. The problem that the black community has with the way that he went about it is that you're still asking the side that does not that that does not represent you 
to own up to something that they never are going to own up to. So why waste your breath in going over there, which is creating uh, a sense of confusion for maybe those of uh, those who aren't fully aware of circumstances, still young in the game. You know, that kind of goes into that whole Kanye, you know, kind of you got Kanye who's skewing the numbers of if they understood what's actually going on and how it's been going on that that's not the time for him to be in this position doing what he's doing, right? Push the narrative of what is for, what's the better for the country, people that are that are underprivileged the whole nine. I think that what it did was it, it gave us that whole sense of you have to be very aware of the things that you say and you do and how you do it and who you do it to. Exactly, especially with Trump. Because he's gonna co-opt it and, and, immediately and put and, you on a t-shirt. Exactly. <laughs> and that's or what Photoshop your yeah, his yeah. his name on your your big three hat. And and that's what his son did. And then you turn around and now now we're having uh, seriously in this day and age, we're having the is it Photoshop conversation when we know every damn thing is Photoshop. You know what I'm saying? Nothing was ever real to begin with. Then it's like you send the real picture and be like, well, that could have been Photoshop too. You know what I mean? So you it what it did exactly what it needed to do for the Trump side. It did not do anything for the other side, but have everybody look at him and be like, are you serious? Out of all the time, you want to go and do this right now. There's no negotiation without leverage. Firstly, Ice Cube has no leverage. He don't have a pack. He don't have a crew of people walking with him. He don't have a block of votes that he can offer Trump. What what does Trump have to give him? With no leverage, you're not you're not in a negotiation. You know what I'm saying? So I just think it was foolish to attack it in that way. He said he should have coalesced a group of people, humongous group of people, you know what I mean, together, agree on the plan and then go and and make the offer. Then you have something to uh, bring to the table in exchange for what you want. Because no one's going like Ice Cube could go. I made a deal, and then I made a deal with Trump, and then go vote for Trump. Like, if you haven't done the work in order to get get gather that consensus with people, it doesn't mean anything. On top of that, you allow him to co-opt your whole legacy. You know what I mean, and what you stand on for what? You know what I mean. Like that's that's the part that I'm like I'm uh, a little disappointed in because of what his history has been. Right. I figured that he would have been a little um, a little more savvy about how he went about it because it, it just he allowed he allowed Trump to control the whole narrative. And he and Trump hadn't even really said anything. Have you heard Trump say something about Ice Cube? Really? It was all the party <laughs> in the sons. But that right. you know, all, they all. It's, so it's one voice. You know what I mean? And, and I agree with you what you're saying and how how it came out. You know, Cube has always been, I mean, and you got to talk about it. He's been doing, he's been on this path since day one. Let's yeah. be honest. He's been on the path since day one. You know, his, and again, you know, Cube is still Cube. And I feel like, because that's hometown, you have to understand his plight is always, you know, bottom line is the money is what actually makes things move. Mm -hmm. And he understands that. He realizes you guys can do this, that, and the third. And I don't agree with him on the whole not voting or, or, you know, having the 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 type of of conversation he has about the vote, 
You know what I mean? That every piece kind of plays this role and you have to have it, right? His his main goal, though, that I, that I truly believe is we have to get some money in our community because then we don't have no leverage. We can't pull nothing if we don't have no money. That's because at the end of the day, if we if we were to sit there and say we got all this money, we can dictate it towards this, 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 that, and the third, and we know that's gonna tilt the scale, which is what he really wants to do. But again, like you said, it's his method, it's how he went about it. And understand he's older, he's getting to the point where he's just like, I'm frustrated, like I'm I'm you know, like I'm confused. Like, what yeah. else do we have to do? And this is the only thing we can do. This is what's shown over the history of this whole entire nation is what money. Right. And, and- He's definitely been sitting in his house or wherever, you know, thinking about this. He hasn't done, it hasn't been much to do, obviously, with quarantine, social injustice, you know, murder here, you know, this and that with the news. You know, there hasn't been much to do, but you can you can tell that, you know, he, he's been stewing and festering on this because, and like you said, the plan wasn't all, all the way thought out. The idea behind it, Yes, but maybe not the action. Um, but I, I, I wanted to dive in just real quick. Yeah. Uh, like one more I'm, thing in comparison, though, like you remember, Ta- all right, so Tavis Smiley, he's having his issues or whatever, but you remember he had the, the contract or um, covenant with Black America or something like that. He yeah. had like a, a, it was a book, like it was a whole, like, you know, 500 page book or whatever it was. He had a conference that he did like year after year. It took like, you know, seven or eight years before, um, you know, he really had got amassed enough power in order to like have some sort of leverage. And he had his issues with Barack Obama. But that's really the way that, you know what I mean? You you do this like you just can't come up on in, you know what I mean? June and be like, I got a plan. And right. you, <laughs> they don't, it don't work that way. Um, but I'm going to dive in real quick and. So I, I looked it up. I wanted to see what the plan entailed. Can you guys see that? No. Nope. Y'all see that? No. Nope. No. Nah. Can't see my screen on the way. Right here. I was supposed to be. Yeah, I pulled up the contract. I was supposed to be pulling up the contract, but it wouldn't pull up. But anyways, the, the contract pretty much states um, government contracts. You know, there's, there's a portion of that for, con- for government contracts. Uh, lending is big in that. Uh, police reform, uh, prison reform, justice reform. It, it's and a lot out. of it in, in Biden's actual plan, though, too. I know that's, some, that's something I've been hearing. Right. Deuces. <laughs> <laughs> we're on time too. We said we started exactly. We're like I'm gonna I'm gonna hit this button before Pops is like I'm late. We were here. We were wondering where you at. Everything is well, we were here talking. Um, but yeah, I think that is part of Biden's plan as well. Some of that. So, I mean, uh, and now we're in the middle of, of cancel culture, and. I mean, do you is this something that you cancel Cube over, or you know, is this something that he'll, he'll live down and then maybe in a few weeks, months, or whatever, past election, you know, he'll be all right? You gotta, you just gotta have a conversation. You, you gotta, you gotta, 
and I think I think he uh God, who did he sit down with? Breakfast Club. Nah, I, it might have been that. I know he sat down with somebody, and and you could tell that he was just like you know, uh, and and a lot of people like you can't cancel Q because you realize of where he's been with it his entire career, right? It's not like he's just jumped and said, I'm about to be on this Trump stuff because ain't nobody been listening to me. The Democratic Party didn't want to mess with me. Again, like you said, the media spins it up. I think it's the more critical thought process, like you said, that the people were really into it. Like DL has been giving him the business on social media yeah. from, from jump. Instead of giving him the business, right? You either reach out to him and you say, Here's why I didn't like what you did in this manner, right? And and you keep it more or less a, a one-on-one. But then when you when you bring it to the masses, then what you do is you you create the narrative of why my fans shouldn't like what you do as this person because uh, we don't align ourselves with that type of thinking or the way that you went about your actions, right? Um, the I think the difference in that though, right, is that's a lot of things that we have to deal with in our own, right? is that why is it that we can't sit down and have a conversation with each other first before we automatically blast exactly. it out to everybody else? Exactly. Because you don't do that with the family stuff. But I yeah. didn't see DL coming to the forefront with a plan. DL's, DL's issue is sitting back and reacting. He reacts. That's what he does as a media person. He reacts. He'll wait for you to make your move and react. But if it means that much to you, DL, or anybody else who, who's kind of had issues with Cube, like you say, or you know what? I would maybe have done it this manner, and maybe your timing is off, but we can still make this happen. This is what I would input it on. And then this, then, this, then it becomes, like you said, now we've got a media representative involved. We're, we're building the leverage. We've got media involved. Now we've got an, an, an athlete involved. And then we've got an owner of a bank. You know, we've got all these power players involved. And now it can become an action. So the thing is, we're quick to criticize so many times without a solution. Well, it's like also, I mean, so many people are either waiting for someone to tell them what to do or the flip side is they think they have an answer and I'm going to tell you, here's the plan. And that's not how you lead. You lead by by gathering people's uh, common interests together. You know what I mean? Oh, you can do this. All right, cool. I can do this. We can go together and get this thing accomplished. You know what I mean? Like, and nobody, especially these entertainers, like they all they gotta do is be on stage, and and they're they're they perform. You know what I'm saying? And they they know how to put a message out. But you know, actual you know leadership and politics, you know, happens in a room. It's negotiations. It's you know uh, shared interests. You know what I mean, and not everybody's going to agree on everything, and that should be okay. You know what I mean, but we going, but we have these common goals that we want to achieve, and that's how you got to approach it. And it's like either people are complaining who don't want to put their feet in, and and you know what I'm saying, jump in the pool, or it's people on the other side saying, "I know, I know what we need," and it's like, no, you don't. You know, you know, you know from your perspective what people need, but you ain't, you haven't really gotten information from everybody. To me, we we it has to be something bigger than Black Lives Matter. That, that you know that can't be what's in the forefront. There has to be more than that. Past that, 
Black Lives Matter will always be around, obviously, because there will always be something happening. But there has to be, okay, the plan. And I, and I, I like, so I read the contract. Great ideas, presentation, or just was, was just off. Pulse of how he presented was just off. He should have did it. And, and like I said, leverage. Especially when going to somebody who's running the country or somebody who's potentially going to run the country. You have to you have to make it our issues bigger. Yeah, you, you have to make it to the point where like they're overwhelmed with it. You know, if they just seen it as oh, okay, we'll talk to Ice Cube, you know, for thirty minutes here. You know, if, if it's just a a thought in passing, it's it's not. You know, has yeah, to I mean, be and and analog to this is what the NBA players did, right? You know, after the um the. Ahmaud Arbery, I think, incident, right? They were going to quit and walk off. In fact, they did. They stopped playing, right? They had the leverage to go back to ownership and go, y'all going to open up these stadiums, and that's the deal we're going to make, and we'll come back and play. That's leverage. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's where you're going to the table with. If you don't have it, you ain't negotiating. You you are being co-opted, and that's the bottom line. Yep, agreed. Uh, anything else? Yeah, make sure you got didn't vote. vote Please vote. vote. Yeah, you haven't. I did for, my for Biden, right? <laughs> and down ballot, right? <laughs> <laughs> they have voter issues fraud coming up, man. I I voted about a month ago at this point, and I got to make sure it's taken care of. And for those who, you know, there are people out there still saying. I'm not going to vote because I don't like either side. Well, definitely vote. Neither party interests me. Well, you should definitely vote because there's a lot at stake. It may not you may not like two at the top, but if you start digging on them lower levels, I feel like those people are just lazy, man. I'm sorry, I'm just going to say it, man. (laughs) If you don't know the differences between Joe Biden and Donald Trump, read. (laughs) <laughs> Look up the list. You should be. They lay it all out there for you on what this party is for, what this party is for. You just don't feel like looking at it. <laughs> and that's just is what it is. But then you're going to sit back and just be like, oh, my life is terrible. You know, that's why I hate politics. And then sit there and complain about it. You know what I mean? Get involved, man. Like, stop sitting on the sidelines. Exactly. Yeah, people have that like <laughs> politics is like daunting. <laughs> yeah. Like Vote. politics is one of those things that there's a lot of people that they, you know, it, it's it can be overwhelming to them because you know it's not an interest or you know it doesn't show up on Sports Center or in in their blogs and stuff that they like to focus on and everything, you know. Um, but you're right, like you can't you can't be suffering from, you know, the consequences of not voting and then complaining about it. You know what I mean? Because if you have a say in the matter, which we do, you got to exercise that right. So um, and this this election, more than any other that I can remember in my adult life, the way that they're getting the information out for how you can vote, where you can take your stuff with all of the news going on around like, you know, the fraud and you know everything like dude 
I'm, I, you know, doing mail-in voting for the first time. And one of those things I'm like, yo, I might just do this forever now. Exactly. It's so convenient. <laughs> you can even do research. You don't even like, I remember you go, you go to uh, vote in person and you, you run through like 25 people trying to get to earn their vote. That's the first time you ever seen them. You don't know nothing about them. You just like, yeah, 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 I'll vote for you. I'll vote for you. I don't even know who, what you're running for. <laughs> With the mail-in vote, you, can, you got the ballot out. You can research every single person on there, where they're from, where did they go to school, you know what I mean? What What's their platform? What are the bad sides? What are the good sides? You get all that information right at your fingertips. There's no reason why you should not vote, really. Like, you have all the information, and they're making it, in Maryland at least, as convenient as possible. Exactly. And you brought up a good point. So that's one thing I won't miss about voting is going through the line of like, and you're trying not to make eye contact. Because you really feel bad because it's like, I should know who you are, but I have no idea who you are and what you do. Like, or even what your job is. Like for real. And for anybody now you don't got to know with that. Like, <laughs> You're like, yeah, I'm gonna vote for you. I got you. Then the next the competition is right there. Too. I'm gonna vote for you. Then you walk out because you know you ain't vote for him. You're trying to avoid <laughs> avoid looking at him. <laughs> like you know you're gonna lose. Like you just like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then, like you gotta what do you do with the pamphlets? You throw it away on the inside? Or right, you, all you that litter, it? you know. <laughs> Put them back on the table and be like, thank you. Recycling. Already ready. Recycling, yeah. Um, but it's like if you ever been to Vegas. You know when you hit them corners, you get them card flip, the card flippers right there waiting for you. Just hand up. That's exactly what it's like. Just whatever. Flyers like uh, so, at the go go, man. <laughs> exactly. Oh, man. All right, come on now. So, you know, uh, we we've, we've got some good some good reviews, some good feedback on, on this segment. Uh, yeah, real quick for you do that. Shout out to you because posting you've definitely got a lot of good feedback. I've been paying attention to it. People engaged, people are responding, and you know, so shout out to you in your segment and uh bring it this week. Yeah, I mean that's shout out to all of us. I feel like we're doing big things, you know, we're making this happen. Uh that mix, that five minutes of mix that definitely we gotta push, we gotta push that narrative like something serious, bro. It, it's it's a game changer. I don't like I said. We watch podcasts and I don't see it in nobody else's, or they'll do something else. Um, <laughs> Flexing on us, right? right. <laughs> anyway, um, so look, we're getting to that. We're getting to that. <sighs> All right this 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 is gonna this is gonna be a tough one. This is gonna be a tough one. Um, it shouldn't be, but it is. Uh. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna swing away from the 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 food element of is it just me, right? And I want you to hear my argument while I say this, and you guys can definitely chime in. I know pops is gonna cuss me out. It's all right. I'm used to it now. That's why I call him pops. Um, is it just E or? Huh. I, I I believe that the Fresh Prince, the show, overrated. Ah. Uh. Now here's my here, here's my reasoning why. 
other than the dad episode that everybody still can go over. Other Why than you the, don't want me, man? Right. Other than the episode with probably BBD in it, right? Because everybody remembers that whole scene in the house. And possibly one or two, <laughs> possibly one or two other ones. You can't remember any other episodes from that show. I have HBO Max. I got to say that. And I introduced my kids to Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. I seen the whole, the whole, all six seasons. But before that, recently. before that, before that though, before, before the recap, you couldn't have gave me, you couldn't, you couldn't give me 10 episodes off, off top of your head of the Fresh Prince. However, you can go to Martin, you can go to any other show and you can name off how many other shows that you know, all you remember Fresh Prince wasn't like that. Nobody was running in the house to see it when it aired that night. No, 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 no. I think this might be an age thing, man. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You, you was around in the 80s? Yes, I'm an 80s baby. So I'm Y'all the same age. Hold on, hold on. Y'all the same, almost same age. Yo, nah, Fresh Prince was humongous, man. I remember, look, all right, for the Jordan 5. Fire Red Jordan 5, first of all, pilot episode. Yeah, that's But that's what I'm talking about. The pi- so no, la- no laces. Okay, so so the pilot episode, and I meant to I meant to mention that one. Other than that, though, what I'm saying, the the, the key ones that I, you said, the pilot, the dad episode, the BBD one, and probably uh, I think the one with uh, when uh, 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 Teacher Campbell was on there when when they was uh, stuck in the, the earthquake. Because that's <laughs> what about that's what that shot? Like he went through phases. He went through like the corny phase, and he went through like the thug phase. I, I can't, I, and I can't, and I can't see that that was even worth watching because Will Smith being a thug is not even true. Not, it's not. It, you can't. Yeah. You can't imagine. I, it wasn't believable, but you know. There's the counter to that. If you weren't watching Fresh Prince, what were you watching? Anything that was up, anything that was on, except for that. I what I'll put it to you like this: I wouldn't have missed. Basketball, right? I wouldn't have missed putting up some extra shots to get in the house just to watch Fresh Prince. Yeah, but that whole lineup on NBC was dope because Cosby Show was running their last few, you know, their last few episodes. Different World was was right there too. They were getting ready in. Then the Fresh Prince, Fresh Prince might be first. Was on fire right there. And then yeah, that was like the last like like black dominant like family around the the TV. And I think. Nobody, I think when they changed on Viv, it went down. Like, we can all agree. <laughs> and, and let's be honest. Let's we can all agree. Like, <laughs> on Viv, it went down. Like, after that, it went down. And let's be honest, nobody was watching it when Little Nicky or whoever he was. Yeah, exactly it. right. No. Nobody remembers one of those episodes. When you start adding cute little kids to the show, that's how you know it's a wrap. Right. It's a wrap. Look at the Cosby show. Rudy wasn't cute no more. They threw in Raven. Olivia, which yeah. still lasted another season or two, but then yeah, then they brought in Pam. Some of them, some of them episodes with Pam and that group I think was kind of cool. Thing with, with Martin, yeah, you know that's that's funny about that. Um, you had Pam, but then I uh, what's my man? Um, I, he played G Money, but you have him playing this goofball yeah. on TV, right? And then you got him playing <laughs> G Money on Two. <laughs> Rockabye baby, she was on the Kylie <laughs> show too. <laughs> Justine, right? <laughs> oh man! But I'm a yeah. fan of First Prince. I, I, yeah, I, I can't go. It's, it's just you, E. Nah, <laughs> <laughs> it might be. It might be I'm, I'm, I do rock with the first like four, 
four-ish seasons of, of Fresh Prince. Like, even just, it was just revolutionary to have somebody who was, like, kind of on that cool on TV. He wore his you can remember TV. Who was on TV during that time? Kadeem Hardison, arguably. Like, who else was on TV? That was point, that was Dwayne that cool. Wayne was a school teacher. Like he ain't had a flipped up glasses no more. He was a school like. But he so, was rocking J's. Exactly, and and he was the epitome of what you wanted to see of what happened after or why he was in school. That that was that was what we didn't see if you didn't watch School Days, right? You saw a right. different world. You saw everything what a black college experience was going to be before you even got to. You know, your parents said something about it. Shout out uh, Morgan State again, but yeah, again, no. you know what I mean. That's 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 the whole piece, right? Is I'm not and listen, I'm not saying it's a good show. I'm just saying that it is overrated. That's all I'm saying. I know I'm gonna piss a lot of people off when we post this, so y'all get ready for you it. Yeah, for y'all. But and look, they getting ready to remake it as like a, a drama. Yeah, I don't wanna see that. That's, <laughs> I'm good. Right. That was like the Superfly remake, man. Of course. But the comp, we didn't need that. <laughs> CB, did, did you watch uh, Fresh Prince? Or do you watch it when it comes on? Yeah, it's one of, like as a kid, because I'm I'm you know a few years younger than y'all. Not like I'm super like a lot younger than y'all. Like that was one of the shows for me growing up as a kid, where it was like, yo, this is primetime TV during the week. Like, hey, it's Will. Yeah, and one of the things that really cracked me up is Evo. You're right. Like. I'm also terrible with even my favorite shows. Like it's really hard for me to just pick out episodes. Like I'm good with like comedy and picking out bits from stand up and stuff like that. But what I like when I think back on the Fresh Prince, I'm thinking back on it like a lot of it's as a sneakerhead and how it was revolutionary for that part of the culture and some of the stuff like and just the whole idea of we've basically got to grow up with with Will Smith, right? So there's something to everything that he's done throughout his career that I think for me lends me to look back on the Fresh Prince with maybe some rose tinted glasses. That that could be it, but I, I always had fun. That was definitely a show that growing up, that was a uh, a weeknight staple for us at least. And, and like, Will had some of the baddest girls. Tyree <laughs> had me alone. That was it. Don't 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 play because none of y'all was even rocking with uh with um Kim Fields. Kim Fields. Nobody knows what her real hair looks like, bro. She wore. Tisha Campbell was on there too. Campbell. Tisha Campbell was there, but uh, what what was uh uh? He had Queen Latifah at one point. Don't don't start. Don't start. Don't start. Don't start. Don't start. Jasmine Guy was his girl. Yeah, Jasmine Guy. She was. She might have been the baddest on that joint. Um, but what was uh uh what's the girl's name that does the modeling thing? Um, Tyra Banks. Or Tyra Banks. Now look, everybody was flexing on her that she had the biggest forehead possible, and then all of a sudden she get in the movies and now she bad. All of a sudden, y'all was not higher learning. learning. She she became a baddie, right? Right. Uh, <laughs> well, nobody checking for Deja up until that time. You know what I'm saying? Because that's that's what it is. But hey. That's just me. Yeah, as a, I would say also like as a, uh, on some on breaking the showdown. So you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but for, like it, it did a good. Uh, I think they they played into that whole class thing. 
with within the black community real well, like just kind of exposing that a little bit in a way that the Cosby show really didn't touch too much that I appreciated. You know what I'm saying? Because that that whole like uh, dynamic between Will and because um, now that I've gone back and watched it as an adult, that dynamic between uh, Will and Carlton, especially in the first season, like Carlton was like a, a Republican, you know what I'm saying? A black Republican and like super into Ronald Reagan. And just a little, you know what I mean, tit for tat things that they had going back and forth. A lot of that stuff is still relevant today and things that we're seeing. So, you know. And the transformation of characters from the how Uncle how the family was from the first season to at some point now Uncle Phil's not wearing suits. They're not having keep time around the record and jazz is scratch to the right. class of the record. He's wearing, you know, sweater. Like he he became more uh Sergio Tacchini. He was rocking the Sergio <laughs> tennis outfits. Right, he came. He Carl came. Polo. That was dope. He At came what season did Will start getting production credit? Because Quincy had it for the first few seasons, right? Mm-hmm. And he then, eventually okay, got it. Yeah, and that was it had big. to be that, like that was huge. I would once say probably got, after third or fourth season, probably I, once he got rid of the first non-fifth, he knew he had power. Yeah. Point. Yeah, all the behind the scenes stuff, I'm not really yeah. touching it or anything like that. But because I'm, I'm, I'm sure it's ugly. Favorite episodes. One of my favorite episodes of Fresh Prince is when they broke down the third wall, is when um, Will was known as the Playboy and he was trying to get with Lisa, aka Nia Long. And she found out Carlton had kind of sabotaged it for it to be a fake date because she was pledging. She took him out to like a cabin where she tied him up and just made him think she's going to kill him. And then so he goes back, tells Carlton he did something, whatever. But then Carlton goes through all the sets, just freaking out. And like he does his dog crawl. Like he's just going through all the different sets of that that happened in that show. He's breaking down the third wall. And it, to me, that was that was great TV. Almost when Bill Cosby, the, the last episode, when they ring the doorbell and they danced off the set and he walked around into the, the audience, um, to the parking lot. Breaking down that third wall is always good. So I. That was a good one, I mean, you know. It was it was good. It was controversial, man. And without no Fresh Prince, I don't think you'll get Martin or right. you know what I'm saying, some of Living Single, some of those shows. No, nah, and, and again, I'm not saying that that it didn't have its I'm not saying that it didn't have its its impact on other ones, right? My my only comment is based upon if I look back in the show that I talk about more than any other show. Right, it doesn't it, rank with those shows. It doesn't. It it doesn't fit in that criteria where I'm gonna go back and say, "Oh, the Fresh Prince." Like you, you're saying more about Martin, a different world, living single for all of that matters. You know what I'm saying? And and, and just different ones. I'm not saying that the show didn't didn't mean anything because clearly, uh, it did. But when I look back at it, and like I said, you know, it just it just doesn't resonate as a top show that I'm about to put on my list. When's the last time any of y'all seen Family Matters? This is random, but I, you don't, don't see that at all. It is on? I don't even know. Wow. Okay. It's on Hulu. Got it. All right. Yeah. So I, I I love Family Matters. We, we could dive into TV shows one day, just as far as hip-hop goes, because Fresh Prince was definitely one of those shows, pop culture, it, was, it, it influenced hip-hop culture. Again, the, the Blazer Inside Out, the Jays, No Laces, you know, he had the flipped up bike cap, and he was just all. I think he he wore. He had a lot of the Jays breaking out before anybody else. And then Martin wore the Jays. 
So I, I there's, think a, there's like a story behind that too. Like apparently, like not long after the first uh, episode aired, like he went on Arsenio, and he was rocking fives, and basically, like he had crossed his foot on the table, and like before he had uh, gone out there, they had made him like tape up the logo on the tongue and all that. But because the fives got the Jordan logo under the sole, he put the joints up on the table, and after that, they got seated like crazy. Wow. Also, by the way, it's just it's 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 wrong to let people think that he actually took a cab from Philly to uh, L.A. Just- <laughs> <laughs> of course, he Jones driving. I, 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 Not I, even I, West Philly. Yeah, I, I'll leave. Quincy Jones driving. I'll leave I, mean, <laughs> I mean, I think I remember that that Arsenio episode uh, with the Jays, or at least hearing that story, or whatever, with the um, Jordan on the soul. Yeah, the sneaker shopping episode. Total vaccine right there. <laughs> so much. It's just queued up to go. Uh, all right. So this is the segment where we talk about sneakers. We've already kind of got our way into it gradually. So tonight, uh, let's just do this right. All right, CB, let's talk about this copper drop. Yeah. So uh, this week we are profiling some new balances. These are the 2002 are and what's dope about these is uh solid memory is um the vp of men's footwear for uh, for versace so um you know doing this collab it's super dope it's inspired by the antelope canyons in arizona um the details are crazy it's got like this burnt orange hairy suede uh this blue that's supposed to mimic like the clouds as they're going over like the mountain range and stuff so um the details are kind of crazy uh, they're only 160 bucks compared to some of the other collabs that you see out there that go for, you know, 200 plus and everything like that. So, um, you know, these are one of those where the New Balance truthers probably will like, uh, but there I can definitely see there being people that don't rock with them. I personally think they're fire. So I will be I've entered I've already entered into some raffles for them. So, you know what it is. And they, they've got like a, they're not going to be like a wide release, right? It's almost like a raffle release. Right, right. Yeah. There, I, as far as I know, there's no f- really big full-fledged type of like nationwide release. You're not just going to be able to go to like Kohl's or whatever and pick these up off the shelf. You know what I mean? And they got a cork insole. Insole is cork. It's dope. Uh, e, you copping the driving. Uh, unfortunately, fellas, this is out of my my league, and uh, I, I'm dropping them because they look like they took Alf and they turned them into some New Balances. <laughs> Superfly, 
I like them. I like what they did. I like the fact that like New Balances, you know what I mean? They they are understated, you know what I'm saying? And he tried to, you know, make the colors, you know, a little more pop. And I kind of like the theming with it. So I think it's a well-executed shoe, just not for me. But I, I think they're dope, but I probably wouldn't cop them. A little political, you know what I'm saying? Right down. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, the new balances. Um, if I had to play on them, I would, I would rock them. I, I like the, I'm into like the crazy colorways and all that. And they would dope, be dope with a Washington football jersey. Mm. What's that? White T and jeans for me. <laughs> <laughs> the other DC vibe. The other DC right. look. Uh, all right, fellas. Uh, for the soul, for the soul, for the soul. Who? Uh... I, I gotta, I, I gotta make up for it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I gotta, I gotta make up for it. It's just, it's just, it's just E and it's Superfly. So you won't hang me, or you won't, you know, play no mixes if I ever ask. So just, I did. So listen, I didn't get the fives. Lord knows, I wish I really had them, but I will say the Mars. So the Bel Air Mars. <laughs> <laughs> Just to redeem myself, because they're not gonna see this part. Right. <laughs> they're not gonna see this part on IG. So look, see, Fresh Prince all all over it. Right. We good. We good. Like I said, it meant, it meant something to me. It just as the episode it was it was overrated. But the shoe, the shoe, the shoe. Again, I wish I got the fives. Pops, holla at me if you get that nine again. But, uh, you know, I didn't get the shoe. So I, I still wanted to get something because it's for the culture. Again, that shoe, that that whole colorway meant something. And again, so I had to get something. So there it is. All right. Done. So everybody can stop killing me on, on the <laughs> Uh I'll go next. Uh, so... Nike box. Uh, it's not a. It's not a. It's not a heater, but I'll tell you the story behind it. So we got the nineteen. Uh, was it seventy? The seventy nine tailwinds, mm-hmm. and these are what they ran uh, the Honolulu Marathon in. So these shoes, this style of shoe, was made directly for the Honolulu Marathon in nineteen seventy nine. So it's actually pretty comfortable, and they kind of got that. Um, that off-white, that kind of uh, destructive look on the tongue. You can see the foam. Mm-hmm. But a very basic shoe. I already sprayed them down because I'm going to try to wear these joints this weekend. Um, I ain't running in them, though, but yeah. <laughs> it's outdated <laughs> technology for running now, but... Exactly. But yeah, exactly. Uh-oh. Exactly. Exactly. Waffle iron. Right, I'll tell, maybe I, we'll discuss yep. that off, off air with the about the waffle. Uh, oh, what's the, we missed the comment. Oh man, nah. <laughs> uh, Superfly, you got anything? I ain't coming to play tonight. I'm, I'll be back next week. Redeem myself. Okay. You came to play. You exactly. Exactly. So throughout the week, me and Phil have been talking about um, how he just realized that Reebok was bought. Oh, yeah. They have been bought by Adidas and then finds out today that Adidas is apparently <laughs> selling Reebok. Um, but. <laughs> Because we have been talking about how, oh, it makes sense that Billionaire's Boys Club did this collab with Reebok since Pharrell has all this stuff going on with Adidas. And 
we recorded some episodes earlier in the summer that Zoom screwed up for us. And I had copped some heaters earlier in the summer that the world didn't actually get to see. So in light of these conversations, I'm bringing these back. Shoot, you didn't even have to tell them you were recycling. We weren't going to say now that. This is one of my favorite tops of the entire year. Like, people need to see these. Billionaire mm -hmm. Boys Club Complex Con exclusive Zig Connecticut. They got like the uh, astronaut rock astronaut joint. The, the, you know, the Billionaire Boys Club, like, uh, galaxy stuff going on. They got like these dope. The insole is sick, you know. Star Trek. So you know they got the the tongue there. Yeah. So um, and I just haven't had an occasion to wear these out yet, man. These are supposed to be some of the most comfortable Reeboks that are out. Um, and I'll be honest, I haven't bought a pair of Reeboks in probably 15 years before I got these joints. Ooh. So, you know, um, definitely one of my favorite cops of the year so far. That's for sure. And I had to bring them back since we lost that episode to the to the even. I think the last pair of Reeboks I bought were the G units. <laughs> what? Uh, were the G units or the S Carters. I'm going to need a pair of Reeboks. I mean, I had collections back in high school. I had multiple pairs of those. Um, and when they came out with some of like their flex sole shoes, when like CrossFit was like blown up initially and like the free, like the Nike free stuff was real big. And so this was kind of Reebok's answer to that stuff. Like I had a pair of those, but it had been literally, it's been over a decade since I bought a pair of Reeboks and I saw those and I was like, yeah, those are the yeah, those are I'm gonna need to get them. And the other colorway they did was more like the moon, the moon rock right. kind of thing. Those are dope mm -hmm. too. Yeah. Um, shout out to Reebok or Adidas or whoever's gonna own it next. Nike might as well buy them. You know what I mean? Right. Like, right. Reebok. I saw Reebok clothing in Walmart the other day. So Reebok, Reebok obviously became the lesser brand of Adidas, where they could probably just pump out some ideas, you know, at a cheaper cost or whatever. That's that explains the the collab we were talking about because Pharrell was signed to Adidas and how he was able to have a shoe with Reebok as well. That make, makes sense to me now. Like you said, the, the, the Harden AI was, collab that they were doing. The Harden and AI collab. We, I know we profiled those questions, you know, a couple of weeks ago or whatever. Like, yeah, those. It's it didn't it didn't click initially, and it was like, wait. Yeah, yeah. I think they they've been retroing those um, Sean Kemp's as well. Uh, I think they're already coming up. Yep. And yep. the Shaq, Shaq joints. Yep, I, I've been seeing some uh, a lot, a lot of a uh, lot of movement on the Sean Kemp's really recently. You got the Halloween collection getting ready to come out with the the Shaqs, the Iversons, mm -hmm. and the Kemp's. Uh, speaking of why we're here in the shoes, so yep, and this still stands. Calling all my calling all our sneakerheads. We got a project that we're working on. Uh, we've got some good responses. Um, and limited slots are filled. So if, if you're about it, uh, you better email econohit196 at gmail.com if you want to get on this project. Um, because what we found out tonight is that not won't be multiple of the same shoes in the, in this project because it wouldn't make sense. There's a lot of and Nike and or Jordan uh, sneakerheads, please, because that, that's the kind of shoes we're looking for. 
Right. So and it doesn't make sense to have a bunch of people calling in. I get talking about they got Concord 11s. But, so what? <laughs> hit up, hit up my pops. Can I get some Concord? You'll see the uh, the black Concord, and the bread ones. Uh, Twelve. <laughs> Are those dropping tomorrow? Which ones? Yeah, the, uh, it's the, like the black drinks. Concord Twelves dropping tomorrow. What do you guys think? I didn't profile those on Copper Drop, but what do y'all think about those? Uh, you know what? I I would have been I would have been cool with them, but how about this? Uh, it kind of reminded me of the uh, the Gary Payton PEs when he was with the Lakers. Yeah, I wish they were done a little bit more understated with the purple, like closer to what they did with the women's shoe. I think at one point they had just the purple on that, like one little stripe on the side. If they had done that, I think they would have they would have went with them. Those, yeah, they, they those ones, those stuff. green ones. Yeah, the Kelly Green, like that's been popping a lot on a lot of different shoes, and I like the execution on the Kelly Green joints. Yeah. yeah. So, and by the way, the Defiant ones are gone, and the Tinker Threes are gone. So, plenty other Nikes, plenty other Jordans to come 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 at it with. So, uh, but yeah, again, let me let me put this back up one more time. So, email econa here one nine six at gmail. Get in on this uh, this project that we're working on. You will not be disappointed. Oh, so, uh, I, I think that that's about it, fellas. Um, Superfly, plug the Twitch. Yo, it's uh, twitch.tv slash super, superfly underscore TNT. When you see yeah. the logo, you know what it is. Let's go. There you go. Uh, the five minutes of funk was awesome tonight. Um, keeping my fingers crossed. Oh, and yeah. on. Keeping that segment alive because that was dope. <laughs> Even if we got to speed up some voices just a little bit so nobody won't recognize it. It's dope, <laughs> bro. Uh, uh, e with the, is it just E again? You know. Definitely talking comment. That was that was yeah, good. exactly was a good one. Uh, CB, anything new from Sick and Buster? Um, no, we're writing, you know. So there's always in the lab. One of those joints where uh, we've been doing practice through Zoom, and you know some other music projects in the uh, in the pipeline that just got to make the time to uh, get in the studio. Exactly. 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 Can't wait! Can't wait to figure out what that. Hear that one. Uh, I, think, I that, think you'll like it. I think you'll like it. Yeah. Other than that, uh, we are something else. You can find us on YouTube, IG, Facebook, Instagram. Yeah, just Google us. Google Play. All Google the, us. All that good stuff. <laughs> uh, I said, just Google us. That needs to just be the tab at the end of it. Just Google. <laughs> there you go. Bang, bang. Makes sense. Love it. Uh, Let's go. All right, y'all. We got something else. Peace. Peace.